and welcome to Interval, the Norwich Theatre Royal podcast. With a new episode releasing each month, this show will bring you exclusive news, views, interviews and behind-the-scenes content. We will have the latest information for shows and events at Norwich Theatre Royal, Norwich Playhouse and our Learning and Participation Centre, Stage 2. If you're interested in the performing arts in Norfolk, then this is the podcast for you. In this month's episode, we chat to Caroline's Kitchen star, James Sutton, about tackling the dark comedy writing of Torben Betts. Charlie Clements joins the cast of The House on Cold Hill in a brand new ghostly thriller. And we meet the actors in Street Life who are telling real stories of homelessness for a brand new production in Stage 2. Caroline Mortimer is everyone's favourite TV chef. She has it all, the perfect family, the perfect home, but it's not all as it seems. What happens when the truth comes out and dark secrets are revealed? Caroline's Kitchen is a fantastic new dark comedy written by Torbin Betts, coming to the Norwich Theatre Royal. We spoke to James Sutton, who plays Graham. He told us what audiences can expect in the show. I play Graham, uh, the northern handyman. Right. Um, who, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's fantastic. I, uh, all, all my scenes, um, a, lot, a lot of my scenes are with Caroline herself, which is great fun. Uh, and yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm having a bit of an affair with her, so I have a lot of sort of, there's a lot of sneaky, sneaky looks and all that kind of stuff going on. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, it's a brilliant cast. I mean, you mentioned Caroline, who was with us uh, 18 months ago, has kind of massive links to East Anglia. What's it like to work with uh, Caroline? Oh, she's fantastic, man. She's, I mean, she, she really is super. Absolutely super. Barking mad. Um, <laughs> but all, all the best are. Um, yeah, she's, she's, I mean, she's a proper tour de force. I mean, she's not off, she, she's not off the stage in this show at, at all, I don't think. Um, and she, I mean, it's, it's, it's an incredible, it's, it's just incredible to watch, you know, uh, an actor at the top of their game, um, you know, sort of hold, holding the whole show together, as it were. You know, I mean, we've got, an, I mean, it's incredible. Um, I mean, John, uh, John Gillett, who, uh, who, who plays her husband, is also just, a, you know, incredible, just sort of tearing up the stage, you know, just really owning it. And it's, I mean, for us, you know, for us kind of younger actors to be around these guys is, is you know, it's, it's something really special. And the writing is great as well. And it's quite kind of spiky, but just brilliantly kind of put Yeah, out. yeah. It's, 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 really, it's, a, it's a really clever piece of, piece of writing. Um, it te- technically, it's really difficult um, from, from an actor point of view. Um, there's, a, there's a real rhythm to it and there's a real pace to it. Um, and, lot, and also lots of characters don't really listen to each other, so they're sort of talking over the top of each other a lot, um, which sounds like it could get quite messy, but to make it, to make it work, the, the, the level of concentration is, um, is quite something. But Torben's an incredible writer. I mean, it's, it's, it's blisteringly funny. It's really fast-paced. Um, and, and people have been, I mean, touch wood, people have been laughing, laughing a lot and having a really nice time. So uh, long may that continue. You know, I've spent a lot of time uh, you know, doing sort of soaps and stuff. Um, you know, which, which by their very nature, you know, you, you can be doing, you know, a comedy one week and then something really serious the next, and it's sort of chops and changes. Whereas this is the proper black comedy, um, which is, you know, is a, is a joy for me to do something, you know, com- sort of completely different to what I've done before. 
you talked about TV work. We need to talk a little bit about that. So uh, I didn't know you sort of came straight out of drama school and, that, and TV sort of beckoned straight away for you, did it? Was that it? Yeah, it's just, it was just the way it works out. I mean, my background was in theatre. You know, I was mm. in sort of classical training at um, the Royal Welsh College in Cardiff um, and, and loved it. You know, did lots of Shakespeare and, and you know, Brecht and, um, you know, just lots of sort of, mm. you know, lots of sort of, heavy theatre um, and then came out and um, yeah sort of did a few, few bits and pieces a couple of dramas and then um, and ended up on Hollyoaks for four years um, and then Emmerdale um, and, you know, I mean I'm, you know, I'm not complaining I mean I'm, I'm super lucky um, yeah. you know to have had the opportunities that I've had and I've, you know I've worked with some um, you know, some amazing directors and, and great actors and um, and, so, and so it's great you know so it's a great kind of um, I don't want to say training ground because that kind of does it a bit of a disservice but it's a really cool place to try things out and, mm. you know, and, and, and also make mistakes, you know, as an actor. We don't often get the opportunity to, to do things, though, to, to try things out. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. And with a soap, you know, that's on five nights a week, um, you know, you, if, 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 if you do something and it's, and, it's, and it's not very good, that's okay. There's another episode on the next night. You know, you've got that kind of, and that's a really nice way of working. I was just, just to read about you, you're doing quite a lot of work with kind of young people and trying to encourage people into act and help them with particularly screen acting and things like that as well. Tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I, I started running workshops a couple of years ago, sort of weekend, uh, weekend courses, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started working with some kids that have been through the care system, um, which, you know, because, I mean, you know, our opportunities in the arts, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's not an it's, it's elitist, but it is, it's very, very difficult, I think, mm, for people... Yeah. Um, you know, with certainly with low income backgrounds or, you know, people that perhaps um don't have a support network at home. I mean I was very lucky that you know my parents always encouraged me, but there's you know, there's kids and young people out there who want to get involved in the arts and um and don't get those opportunities. So, you know, we, we, we set those up I and mean, that ran for about a year and a half and that was great. Um I just finished teaching um at a drama school uh called Rare in Liverpool, um, which is a, a charity. Um, and it's a sort of pay what you can scheme. So we've had, you know, I've been teaching kids from, you know, the north end of Liverpool, um, you know, who, who, who you know, haven't had any opportunity, um, but, but, you know, want to be actors. Um, and, and, you know, it's, I mean, it's been fantastic. Some of the talent, man, I mean, these, you know, these kids, you know, they, 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 they're just so raw and they, they just want to act. And that, you know, to be part of that and um, be able to encourage that is, 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 I mean, it's just wonderful. It's one of the, one of the loveliest things I've been part of. You know, I don't need to tell you, you know how 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 little um, the current government value the arts and, and arts funding. You know being cut and you know dropping off syllabuses in schools and you know it's 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 difficult nowadays. So you know I think I think all of us have to do as much as we can to because the arts is it's massively important for children and young people. You know not just from a, um, a professional point of view but also for their you know their confidence and their and their imagination and their sense of play and. And, and, you know, these are things that, that I think get lost along the way. So anything that we can do, you know, as a society and, and you know, as me as a, you know, a, a professional actor to, to encourage and, 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 and nurture um, young people, you know, we, we, we've all got to do our bit, I think. Mm, absolutely. Final question I have to ask. I think this is your first time in Norwich, certainly performing here at the Theatre Hall, but do you know this neck of the woods at all or will it be, uh-huh. it be completely so, new? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. I no, do know Norwich. I, I spent a week in Norwich. I did a... Um, I did a five-day driving course in Norwich. No way. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a driving school there. You certainly used to be called Five Day, and uh, oh yeah, they, they, they invited me down for a driving thing, and I failed. I took two <laughs> driving tests in Norwich and failed both of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had I had an absolute nightmare in Norwich driving. 
Uh, I passed now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I had a, I had a super time, man. Norwich is wicked, man. You've got some, there's some great pubs um, in Norwich, so I seem to recall. Oh, there is, um, yeah. yeah. And you've got, a, there's a lovely river as well, isn't there? The Winston going right through the middle, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's beautiful. I'm really looking forward to coming back, man. It's, it's, it's worked out lovely that they've managed to, um, you know, to add this, this date to the tour. Because um, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's beautiful, that part of the way. My parents were, were over there not uh, a few weeks ago, um, and, and they were commenting on how beautiful that part of the world is. So, yeah, can't wait, man. Caroline's Kitchen runs from Wednesday the 6th to Saturday the 9th of March. Peter James has established himself as one of the best-selling crime and thriller writers internationally and his works are regularly being adapted for the stage. In recent years at the Norwich Theatre Royal, we've seen performances of The Perfect Murder and Dead Simple. James's latest production is the ghostly thriller The House on Cold Hill. The cast includes Rita Simons, Joe McFadden and many more. Listen to the cast in rehearsals, discussing what the show means to them. So we're in rehearsals this week for House on Cold Hill. It's really exciting seeing it all come together. The best thing about doing the production is the rehearsal time. You know, we're having such a great time. Working on this production so far has been amazing. Rehearsals have been great. Everyone's lovely. I'm really excited to be working on a play that's based around a book and a a writer as as well-established as Peter James. Even though it's a serious play, we want to scare people, obviously. But coming into rehearsals, there's a jovialness about it, which is quite light-hearted and good. To describe the play to you without giving away any spoilers would be quite difficult. So all I can say is it's a ghostly thriller. So the plot is about a family who move into an old house and, uh, and what transpires then. Ollie and his wife Carol, they moved to the countryside with their daughter Jade. What should be the dream home turns out to be quite a nightmare. You're not sure if the house is actually haunted or if these weird people from the village are trying to force them out of the house. It really keeps you guessing. And it's about their experiences of living in this house which, like every other building, has a personality all of its own. And everything looks great and rosy and then you kind of quite quickly learn that there's more to the house than meets the eye. In fact, it's haunted and horrible things have happened there. I, like everybody else in the play, get a little bit more than I bargained for. It's a ghost story, it's a thriller. There's lots of twists and turns throughout the show. There's one big twist at the end. Very scary. Uh, Be prepared. production explores the classic tropes of a haunted house story while asking more modern questions. What if your Alexa was haunted? We spoke to Charlie Clements, who plays Chris, about his time in EastEnders, his venture into theatre, and why he loves The House on Cold Hill. So I I play uh, Chris, uh, the sort of computer expert geek uh, who comes into the house that the Harcourts have just bought uh, to try and help Ollie with his um, with his uh, web design company, uh, and then I, I also am into ghosts and and finding ghosts. Um, so then things start to happen in the house, which kind of alert my suspicions, and and the st- sort of follows that sort of path really. Now I've got to ask you about the style of this production because when I was younger I saw uh, The Woman in Black and yeah. I'd never been to see a horror theatre show before and it was like a yeah. school trip and I was really arrogant and I said to the yeah. teacher, horror on stage, that's never going to work. 
Yeah, and then by the second act, I was thinking lower and lower <laughs> into my yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. what is this genre like to people who've never seen a, a horror production before? Uh, well, hopefully pretty pretty scary, pretty jumpy. Um, I'm the same. I, I saw The Woman in Black when I was younger, and yeah, it had the same effect on me. Um, and I think that's the nature of these kind of plays, is, is that you hope to you hope people are going to be scared, you hope people are going to jump at certain points, and, and I think that's the, that's the thrill of doing it, you know, hopefully getting people, building up the suspense and getting people to a point of, of being on the edge of their seat and then making something happen that sort of snaps them out of it and, you know, makes them jump. Uh, yeah, I think that's the exciting thing about it. And are you a horror fan yourself? Uh, no, I'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to horror, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm always the one hiding behind a cushion somewhere, yeah. And so for this production, it's a Peter James production, and he's a really renowned writer. We recently had him here for uh, Dead Simple and The Perfect yeah. Murder as well. What's it been yeah. like to work with him and sort of take on his writing? Yeah, it's, it's always it's always interesting to see how a how a kind of a play gets adapted from from the book. Um, and obviously, Peter, like you say, is such a such a big writer, so it's it's, it's a really great opportunity to to work on work on a piece of of his um and i think he's he's got such a, a big following and i think his books his books are exciting and they're thrilling and I, yeah i think it's been it's been really enjoyable actually working on it well obviously i've worked with Rita before uh many many years ago but we we we've, we've worked together before um so it's been it's been nice to be sort of back in collaboration with her and um and i've really enjoyed working with Joe actually yeah yeah he's a, he's a great actor and um yeah, we've been getting on really well, and I think it's. I'm kind of, when you're on stage with people that you, you you can trust in, and you know that you know they're going to be there every night, they're going to be there doing it, and it's yeah, it, it kind of it gives you a bit more confidence in yourself to go on and go on and do it. And that leads us on nicely to talking about EastEnders as well. Uh, you're on the show from sort of 2006 to 2010, I think, and yeah. you're playing uh, Bradley Branning. Uh, you won sort of lots of awards, your performances as well. What was that experience like? Uh, it's massive, just a massive learning experience, really. Um, you know, it was the first. You know, I'd always acted from a really young age, but that was obviously the first big, big thing that I'd ever done, and, and really the first kind of TV that I'd ever done. Um, so I, it, the whole, the whole four years was just a, a massive learning curve. Um, you know, I managed to work with some some really good people, uh, and yeah, I, I took a, I took a lot away from it. Um, so yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a massive, massive part of my life, uh, which I, I look back on really fondly. Yeah, I really enjoyed reading up about the sort of the awards you'd won for the I think the National Soap Awards. You had sort of things like Best Newcomer, I think it was Best Couple. Yeah. My personal yeah. favourite was Best Exit because I, I really <laughs> like that award because it's like yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a shame you left, but you left in style. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd always said going into it that I'd probably do four years, um, and and. And I got to got to the fourth year, and I was like, "Yeah, this is, this is probably time to move on now." Because I don't know, for me, I never, I never got into acting just to stay in the one thing forever and and, and play the same character. It's always about, you know, playing different characters in in TV, film, theatre, different genres, you know, and, and trying to do as much as possible. So it, it was it was time to move on. But yeah, it was kind of it's a pretty big way to go. And what kind of productions are sort of interesting you now? I read I was reading about um, Faith, and you know, did you have to do full military training for that? Uh, for well, we kind of it was it, we, we did get put through our paces. Yeah, we had a uh, an ex ex marine come in and uh, and take us through a bit of a bit of training, um, which was was quite intense. Yeah, um, 
but that's but that's the whole thing about it. that's that's the interesting thing about playing like I say playing different parts is that you get to you get to experience these things and 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 find out what what it was what it would be like to be in this position were it real you know um which is what again why it was time to leave Enders and and find other challenges and would you say there's any sort of particular roles that you think would be like a dream role that you'd like to take on Oh blimey! Uh, well, I always said I'd want to be in a war film. That was the one thing I always said I'd want to do. And then, uh, and then I, I, I'm a, I, I mean, I was in a, a short war film a few years back, so I kind of ticked that one off the bucket list. Um, so now I really don't know. I just kind of, if I mean, I'm enjoying the horror. I'm enjoying sort of scaring people. So you know, um, but anything really, anything as long as if we've got a good story, good characters, and a good script, then then anything really. So it's not long now until the House on Cold Hill comes to uh, the Norwich Theatre Royal. Have you been to Norfolk before? I have, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, where did I go? Uh, oh, probably I can't remember, but I've definitely been. I've definitely been to the beaches in Norfolk. Um, yeah, beautiful place, beautiful place. I'm looking forward to getting back, actually. Fantastic. And a final question for you. Why do you think people should come and see the House on Cold Hill? Uh, I think people should come see it because we've got a great cast. Uh, it's a great story. Uh, hopefully, we'll will scare you a little bit uh, or a lot. Hopefully, um, and I just think it's yeah, it just makes for quite a, quite a fun night out. The House on Cold Hill runs from Monday the 11th to Saturday the 16th of March. And finally, last month we spoke to James McDermott about his project Street Life for the upcoming Creative Matters season. He told us about the experience of gathering these real-life stories. One month on, the show has been cast and the team are busy bringing the project to life. We met some of the actors who will be taking part. Here is Heather Watley and Nicole Lois Wilkinson. Right, my name's Heather and uh, one of the characters I play is Haley. I just thought it was amazing when James McDermott, the writer, uh, was talking about it. And he said, um, he said that he wanted to get behind what's called the issue and bring the human story forward. And I felt I really don't know anything about it and I want to. Um, so that was my initial reason. I'm Nicole. One of the characters I play is Valerie. It's a bit different for me in a, in a way. I'm I'm at the at the moment doing a writing course with with James, um, and because it was verbatim, and it's homelessness. Uh, I have been homeless myself, uh, so the project to me rung really true. And I like doing things that I can feel I can feed into and then give something back. I think it's very important that uh, the, the true voices from the street are heard, and I think that's what really. Uh, attracted me because that doesn't really happen very often. I, I think in each and every one of the characters, there is something that I that ring, really rings true, that I've had to face or that um, yeah has has brought things back to me, but in a good way because I find this is a very positive way to um, highlight homelessness. I found it fascinating, and whereas it's quite. Um, upsetting, it's very emotional, it's given me um, uh, the strength, if you like, not to be frightened of the people and I, I've already found that I'm going up to people um, like the big issue seller and, and you know other people like somebody sitting on the street the other day and I'm starting to talk to them and I, 
you know, I don't mind admitting I was one of those typical people um, who were, I didn't really know how to approach them and how to start a conversation. And, and I think the paintings that um, have been done by, um, is it Devin? Devin. She found the same, didn't she? Because she put the photos, or the homeless people on the streets had the fo- the paintings, and they found that members of the public were starting to come up and talk to them. So I'm I'm really hoping that that's what this is going to do. And I, I know we've got lots of the agencies coming, so you know, in many ways it's converted. But I know quite a few of my friends who um, have heard about it. They're going to come. So, you know, hopefully it will really start to get the stories, the real stories out there. Um, it's certainly taught us a few things, hasn't yeah, sure, it? Already? Sure, and I think, I think homelessness at the moment is becoming so revel- uh, relevant because um, the, <laughs> the state of the country is like mm. the, the housing situation, uh, people with, on zero contracts and, or on very low wages... Um, it's just getting worse and worse. People mm. are struggling, and now mm. the whole Brexit thing is mm. uh, rearing its head. And you know, I, I find that there is becoming even more of a divide between the people that have and the people that have not. And um, I, I, don't, I think people really need to. Pro- there are a lot of people that do understand homelessness, but a lot of people need to wake up and see like this situation is not going to get any better unless something major is done about it. We also spoke to Adam Ierson about what inspired him to join the project. Well, I saw an advertisement on Facebook for it and really I thought it's something I don't know anything about. Homelessness obviously is something we, we all understand vaguely, but actually I don't know any facts, I don't know any statistics, I know nothing really about it or their pers- people's struggles, you know. So for me, it was a way to experience something I haven't actually experienced and realistically probably won't in my life but we'll be able to you know now I'll be able to emphasize with other people or or understand somebody else's point of view a bit more so for me it was more of a learning curve Uh, I want to be able to portray these people's stories well you because it's verbatim I feel a great um, urgency to get it accurate and be right and and respectful a lot of the people are, are might be coming to see the show or might not, um, but you want to make sure that everything that has happened in their lives you portray correctly and you don't want to, you know, make a caricature out of or, or, or take the mic in any kind of way. And these are real people who have had real struggles. This isn't a, a piece of theatre that has been created. It's not fictional. These are, these, this is fact. Um, so it's really important to make sure that you get that across in a sensible way. When you see someone on the streets, you quite often forget that actually they could have been in your situation and the tables could have been completely reversed. And I hope that this will at least let a couple of people know that actually these are real people too and they have feelings, they have families, they have, you know, pets and possessions, they have everything that you will have. They maybe just don't have a home. Street Life opens in stage two on Wednesday the 27th and Thursday the 28th of February. That's the end of our show this month. Thanks to James Sutton, Charlie Clements, Heather Watley, Nicole Lois-Wilkinson and Adam Ierson. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let us know what you liked and what you want to hear in future episodes. Thank you very much for listening to Interval, the Norwich Theatre Royal podcast.